morning. Could you read that to yourself? Let it soak in for just a second. I'm going to read it. It's Ezekiel 36, 26 through 27. Moreover, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. And I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes. You will be careful to observe my ordinances. My old go-to Spurgeon on that subject right there. The law commands and makes us know what God requires of us. But the gospel goes further and inclines us to obey the will of the Lord. It also enables us to practically walk in his ways. Under the dominion of grace, God worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Philippians 2.13 So great a blessing as this could never come to any man by merit. He's speaking of the Holy Spirit being given. A man might act as if he deserves a reward of a certain kind, in a measure suited to his commendable action. However, the Holy Spirit can never be the wage of human service. The idea verges on blasphemy. Can any man deserve Christ dying for him? Who would dream of such a thing? Can any man deserve the Holy Spirit dwelling in him and working holiness in him? The greatness of the blessing lifts it high above the range of merit. If the Holy Spirit is bestowed, it must be by an act of divine grace. Grace infinite in bounty, exceeding all that we could have imagined. Sovereign grace or sin abounding is here seen in clearest light. I will put my spirit in you is a promise that drips with grace as the honeycomb drips with honey. Listen to the divine music that pours from this word of love. I hear the soft melody of grace, grace, grace. Nothing else but grace. Glory be to God who gives to sinners the indwelling of his Holy Spirit. I will put my spirit in you. It's also a divine word. Who but the Lord could speak it in this way? Can one man put the Spirit of God within another? Could all of the church combined breathe the Spirit of God into a single sinner's heart? To put any good thing into the deceitful heart of man is a great achievement, but to put the Spirit of God into the heart is truly only done by the finger of God. The Lord hath made bare his holy arm, Isaiah 52.10, and displayed the fullness of his mighty power. To put the Spirit of God into our nature is a work peculiar to the Godhead. To do this within the nature of a free agent such as man is marvelous. He puts the light of Spirit within us, and then our light shines. He puts his Spirit so deep down in the heart that the whole nature feels it, and it works upward like a spring from the bottom of a well. Moreover, it is so deeply implanted that there is no removing it. If it were in the memory, you might forget it. If it were in the intellect, you might err in it. But within you, it touches the whole man 
and has dominion over you without fear or failure. Let's pray. So, Lord, we particularly thank you this morning for the gift of your Holy Spirit, the gift that was given and promised when Jesus left the planet Earth in earthly form. He sent back to us the gift that would last forever in our hearts, would guide and direct us. It would give us your kind of wisdom, Lord. It would separate us from the rest of the world. It would make us new new creatures, Lord, new, being uplifted through sanctification that you're bestowing on us now, lifting us up, bringing us home, Lord. Even in the midst of this world as we function, we give way to the Holy Spirit, Lord. Let it guide us. We're weak vessels, Lord. We can only be used through the power of the Spirit. So let it be so, Lord. Let us us give up our wills Let your will be done. Let us live as you would see fit. In Jesus' name, amen.